Hello and welcome to the Drink In Geek Out Podcast. This is a show where we drink beer and geek out. You were listening to episode 141, the Donkey Kong music episode, uh, featuring Grand Junctions 1520 and Two Toms Petty, with your host Dustin and Seth. So today we're doing uh, Donkey Kong, uh, but we're only doing a little bit of Donkey Kong. We're not doing all of Donkey Kong. That would take a year. That would take forever because there's two main game genres of the Donkey Kong franchise. All right. Uh, so there was the uh, villain. The original like yeah. Donkey Kong where yeah. Mario is the hero and Donkey Kong is the villain. And then you have one where he's the protagonist as well. So... Uh, he was a gorilla character that was conceived by uh, Shigeru Miyamoto. Maya, yeah, Miyamoto in 1981. Uh, two genres, and then a few spinoffs. So the first genre was mainly a single-screen platform puzzle action type game, where he was the enemy in a construction zone area, and he kidnapped a uh, person called Lady at one point. <laughs> And she now has a name, Paulina? Yeah, Paulina. She's in the Mario Galaxy. No, whatever. what is that new one? Odyssey. Odyssey, yeah. I didn't know. Allison looked it up for me when I was like, what blonde are you talking about? <laughs> uh, and then that was, what, an arcade game back in the day? Yeah. And then uh, in 1994, they actually revived Donkey Kong and made Donkey Kong Country, which we're going to start with, uh, where he is a hero and he fights many different little... Uh, crocodiles and bees and yeah, stuff. Yeah, Kremlings, <laughs> clan of crocodiles, their leader, King K. Rule. Uh, we have a theme for him. Uh, we're going to focus on the country uh, series. So, Donkey Kong Country, uh, Donkey Kong Land, which is the Game Boy equivalent okay. of Donkey Kong Country. Uh, and then Donkey Kong Country 2, Donkey Kong Land 2, Country 3, Land 3. And then we have Donkey Kong 64 which is a lovely game. Mm-hmm. Donkey Kong Country Returns, and then Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. I've not played that one. I have not even heard of it. I have not even heard of the Donkey Kong Country Returns. I've played that one. It's real hard. Is it? Like I know the Donkey Kong Country games are hard, but this one, like mm-hmm. I, I only got like halfway through, and I was like, this is just making me mad. <laughs> right. I have to give it up. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of the... Uh, it was released for the Wii, right? Mm-hmm. So it kind of reminds me of like the 007 when it was released finally. And it was <laughs> right. stupid hard. I was like, oh my gosh, I own it and I can't do it. You had to like buy the gun connector yes. for your Wii just so you can play it and it was still terrible. <laughs> There's also the Donkey Konga games where you control them with oh, the little yeah. bongos. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I've never played those. I don't know how those work. All right, so... The first thing we're going to do is we are going to introduce the country. So in 1994, platform game developed a platform game developed by Rare and published by Nintendo for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. The game centers on the duel of Donkey Kong and his nephew Diddy Kong. 
We're on a quest to recover stolen banana horde from <laughs> the King K. Rule and his henchmen, Kramlings. So like I said, it was in 94 for the Super Nintendo. Uh, this is basically, I think, my first introduction to the the Donkey Kong franchise. Yeah. I had no idea about the other games uh, previously, right? The arcade games, like those... Or I, yeah, the, right. And I didn't actually make the connection. Like I didn't yeah. think about it being the same person or the same entity. They'd look nothing alike, and they're mm-hmm. uh, years apart. Right. I kind of I figured it was like a, a King Kong type of yeah. That's kind of what thing. it feels like. It's like oh, he kidnapped something. Oh great, now here we go. Uh, but to get this started, we are going to do just title tracks. Uh, and we're going to go in the the order that uh, we went with the country, land, country to, land to, etc. Uh, and also, some of these, I don't have all of them. Mm. I couldn't, they don't have it a yeah. part of their OST. And, you know, mm. like I did my very best to get it. Uh, so we're going to kick things off. Here is the original 1994 theme. The little lock one. Oh, I remember this. This is just Cranky Kong with his little old radio or record player. Yep. Then Donkey Kong drops in. Yep. He's walking in right when you see the first rare sound. <laughs> and he's got like a boombox. Yeah, he does. <laughs> he's like, he's bouncing to it. Almost sounds like an electrical gu- guitar. Yeah. That's a noise that uh, Diddy makes whenever he gets hit. <laughs> Those are the beavers sound like when you jump on their heads, too. Yeah. That's one of my favorite things about the the soundtrack is that they essentially take sounds from in the game mm-hmm. and put them as part of uh, everything for you. All right. So Donkey Kong Country. No, Donkey Kong Land. Land. Here we go. Main theme. This is on the original Game Boy. Yep. And what's weird is, like, the Donkey Kong Land was supposed to be, like, its own entity. Mm-hmm. But Donkey Kong Land 2 and 3 are just remakes of... Oh, really? Yeah, so this is... Like, this theme just kind of reminds you of, like, a Mario-style theme. It does. Yeah. It's actually really it's weird. <laughs> but everything looks the same right, mm-hmm. when you're playing the game, just different storyline so they kind of did that with the mario games the ones on the home consoles were world and the ones on game boy were always called land so it's mario yeah. world or mario land mm-hmm. um then we have donkey kong country 2 this one's different too but this one's called the k rule returns that's the name this is the one that gets stuck in my head I don't remember this one. Yeah, I don't think nobody, I don't think anyone really played these games. Mm-hmm. Uh, like when you're running around with Diddy as Diddy Kong and trying to save it was Diddy and Candy. D- Dixie. Oh no! Yeah, no, 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 no. Dixie was three. Dixie and Kitty were three. I thought. I could be wrong. Yeah. I am wrong. You're right. Well, you're right and wrong at the same time. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, third. Yeah, the third one is the Dixie theme. So here's the remake, but for eight bit 
for oh wow very similar yeah so it's like yeah we just we just poured the game over yeah this one is more catchy eight bitty uh, yeah I prefer this version it sounds like you're in a haunted castle or right? spooky Mario <laughs> Then we have the DK Country 3. This is the Dixie theme. A lot more monkey voices in this one. Yeah, I know. So this is basically what, when I think of Donkey Kong, this is the sound that I think of. Mm -hmm. Drums and monkeys. Yeah. Jazz hands. Jazzy, yeah. This is the country song. Yeah, for sure. Because this is what happens when you beat a level, like, that song plays. Yeah. For sure. Alright, then we have the Donkey Kong Land 3 title. It's the same thing. Yeah. Sounds like it's underwater almost. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> Those 8-bit MIDI tunes. Mm-hmm. My favorite. Uh, now we have going into the newer themes, the ones that were like what ten years older than or ten years newer than the other ones. Uh, this is the Donkey Kong Country Returns theme. Do we skip sixty four? Yes, I did. So this is the like the yeah. other one from the Diddy Kong. Yeah, so I totally skipped sixty four. It's out of it's for a reason. updated version of Alright, uh, let's go with uh, the 64, DK64 Donkey Kong Sounds like it's barking Woof, <laughs> woof <laughs> That's hilarious. Donkey Kong. Flute action. Yeah. I don't know how long this goes on before it starts doing anything else. There's like a Tiffany. Yeah. <laughs> Tuba. Yeah, they're like. <laughs> it's almost like they're doing like an introduction, like band come on yeah. stage. Now, Leroy on the, the piano <laughs> solo. <Silent Song. laughs> yeah. Timmy with the tuba. <laughs> I think that's about as good as it gets. Yeah. Like All right, that. jumping back down to the country. This is a tropical freeze one. It's kind of fun, but quiet. They're just, just think about them like on a beach. Yeah. Beach is gonna freeze here at some point, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Island vacation. Yeah, for sure. We had the uh, the Jamaican uh, with the brass drum. Yeah. The steel, steel drum. drum. Yeah. But it is, you know, they still have the drum, but it's a, it's a little different of a one, you know. Some cool runnings vibe. Yeah, for real. 
Jamaicans in the snow. For real. All right. Uh, since this one is a little bit different, uh, Donkey Kong Land is a 2D, two-dimensional, side-scrolling <laughs> oh, game. Oh, that's what that means. Borrowing many of its mechanics established in Donkey Kong Country. However, because of hardware limitations of the portable console, several gameplay mechanics were changed to better suit the Game Boy. And I think it was a different storyline, too, compared to what the Donkey Kong Country was. But Land and 2 were just so similar yeah. to... Uh, those, but I didn't, I didn't play any of these games nope. on the game. I didn't board. even realize they were on. I've, I've never heard of Donkey Kong Land, any of them. Yeah, it's it's insane. But it came out for the Game Boy in 1995. So I guess the next thing on here would be like the what you get to when you open it up, uh, mm-hmm. open up a map or go in like the first world or whatever. Uh, technically, they call it the over overworld theme. So we'll just start with a. Donkey Kong Country 1, it's actually called the Simeon, uh, almost like Segway, <laughs> basically. So it's when you're moving your little head around the map to mm-hmm. the next level. For sure. Yeah, you're like... Do I need to do... <laughs> I really should do this one, but no, I gotta, yeah. gotta do this one. Minecart level's hard. I'm gonna skip it. <laughs> yeah. That's my favorite one, though. Yeah. I like the earlier ones, but then they do get hard. Yeah. I just wish there was minecart in every single game. <laughs> but there's not. Alright, so then Donkey Kong Country 2. It's called Welcome to Crocodile Isle. Mm. Altogether, this game sounds scary. I know. Like, Donkey <laughs> I don't know if I want to play Donkey Kong Country 2. Horror elements. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no thank you. I, I definitely jumped out of order, but I think I like this order better. Donkey Kong Country 3. So this is Dixie doing her thing. No, it's called Crazy Calypso is the name of the song. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Kind of watery tuned. You know, like the the ocean, Calypso. That noise is weird. Yeah, I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's almost like a didgeridoo. The dudes are like, yeah, twisting. Like they're not like shaking it; they're just twisting it. All right, the map theme for Donkey Kong Land One. Here we go. Oh yeah, that sounds like yeah. So Donkey it definitely Kong sounds like yeah. Segway, yeah. So this is Donkey Kong Land One, where. The theme didn't sound anything like it. Yeah. Absolutely did not. Uh, Donkey Kong Land 2. Yeah, welcome to the Crocodile Line Game That one got loud. It did. I didn't regulate these sounds. <laughs> I just, you know, I had them, so I downloaded them. Wherever I get them. But yeah, it's the same. So far, we're two for two on sounds. Yeah, it sounds right on. If we can hit it with the Dixie Kong one. Yeah, we'll see. It's called Crazy Calypso. Yeah? Yeah. So they definitely... It's it's uh, it's almost like they didn't continue the sounds between country one, two, and mm-hmm. three. They just had their own themes. But for this these other games, the ones that were ported over, uh, they were able to, you know... Remake the music yeah. just in 8-bit form. Yeah. And so far, I'm liking Country 1 better than the other two. 
the, well, that's the one I'm most familiar with. Yeah, so it's right. kind of nostalgia. But I, I don't know. I, I, like these songs are good. It's just they're not as memorable because it's my first time hearing them. For sure. Uh, I did not get a 64 version of this. I don't think. It doesn't look like you have one on the list. Yeah. All right. So this one is the overworld theme for Donkey Kong Country Returns. So it's the one that we're yep. used to. Yeah, the Simeon Segway Returns. Just a updated, cleaner sound. Mm-hmm. Same, same tune, just yeah. a little bit different. And then the map theme for the Tropical Freeze. More jazzy. Yeah, it's still Simeon. Mm-hmm. And they're just they're having a good old time over there. <laughs> In the tropics, let's wait till it gets a little messy. <laughs> Rock out on that piano. Oh, I know for sure. I kind of wish there was an N64 version of that one, but I just yeah. I going through it is there's nothing that stood out as the uh, Simeon Segway on the uh, OST track list. Uh, I could have found something. Didn't really know what to like look well, for. And the 64 game doesn't quite fit in with these because. All the other ones are side scrolling, and that one's more three D open environment. You know? Right, yeah. But you, you, your open environment, you have something, but you're always yeah. in a mission, so you're always listening to, you know, whatever theme mm-hmm. that you're in the area for. So that makes sense. You're not ever in a an area a where map just, world or what a right, map yeah. overview or anything. Mm-hmm. You're not. You're not waiting. You're not. You know, trying to figure things out. Uh, but all right, we're gonna get a our first beer in. Yay! That was uh, two two themes. Uh, which one do you want? Do you want the petty or do you want the the uh, banana themed? I guess we'll go with Grand Junction since you wrote that one down first. Yeah, I was just kind of messing that <laughs> up. Uh, I just want to like throw this out there. We have two Indiana beers for this episode because I wanted to get a banana beer <laughs> and I saw a banana and grabbed it and bought it. And then I was like, oh crap, this is an <laughs> Indian. beer. <laughs> this is another in beer. Yeah, so. So we're double in. We are doubling in. <laughs> All right, so we're going to take a minor break while we get this ready uh, and you're going to listen to uh, Keith who's making a special guest appearance here <laughs> to tell us uh, tell you guys how to listen to us and find us while we get the next beer ready I just wanted to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at drinkingeekout you can also check out our show notes and other fun stuff on our website drinkingeekout.com you can also email us any comments or suggestions at drinkingeekout at gmail.com if you like what you hear, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcast, the Google Play Store, or wherever you get your podcasts. We also have a Patreon where you can get some fun bonus content. Find us there at patreon.com backslash drinkingeekout. And now, back to the show. All right. Thank you, Keith. Uh, too bad you can't sit and actually read the beer for us, because that's what you normally do. <laughs> uh, but all right, we have the uh, the... Grand Junction's 1520 Hefeweizen in front of us. Uh, these, this light and effervescent Bavarian-style ale contains an abundance of wheat malt, which comprises over 50% of the grain bill. You will encounter hints of clove, banana, and vanilla in the, in the aroma and flavor. Uh, we have 5.5% ABV and 9 IBUs. Oh, what's that? Oh, I, didn't, I don't even have that yet. <laughs> 
Okay, so District 9. Oh, the District 9 IBU. Sweet. Nerd reference. Uh, so these uh, these cans by Grand Junction have been really cool lately. Yeah, they have a uh, really cartoony, uh, clean artwork. Right. It's been, like, really new, too. Like, mm-hmm. uh, we had one with nature um, last year. Yeah. And I was one of the December. first. Oh, it was December, wasn't it? I think so. I think it was part of our DC Ember series. Yeah. Uh, so it was, oh yeah, it was because it was arrow, green arrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and so they had a decent looking can. I was like, I've never really seen Grand Junction cans before. Uh, but looking at their website, they have really, really cool artwork from all of the cans. So I'm willing to, you know, find them and, you know, give them a shot. Uh, this one, we're not really sure who is the man's on the front. It kind of looks like Shakespeare. Yeah. Uh, and, and it would make sense because it's 1520. I thought a pilgrim at one point, but he doesn't have the hat with the buckle on it. So, mm-hmm. uh, But he's enjoying himself a Hefeweizen on the can. And they have like the the nice font and everything to it. It uh, looks like the tracks in the background too that the, most of the cans have. It kind of looks like a barrel almost. Mm-hmm. As in something Donkey Kong would bounce out of. Yeah, this is like doubly like I had to do it. <laughs> uh, there's the leaves as this is like it's an award-winning beer type thing. Yeah, and also it kind of looks like the wheat for this being mm-hmm. a wheat one. So Bavarian, I'm guessing this guy's from Bavaria. Yeah. If it's not Shakespeare, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not Shakespeare, then we have to figure out who he is. That would be ideal. Uh, all right, so with the color of this, I got that pulled up too. We we were looking quite orange, yeah, but not that much. Like almost like a Star Fox sixty four or a Clyde's Ghost, I guess depending on the light. Uh, but I don't, know. I don't know. I think it's about seven, six or seven. Seven seems fair. Yeah, Clyde's Ghost for sure. A little bit darker, but it's pretty. Yeah, I guess it depends close. on. The light, like where you're sitting. Mm-hmm. Good with that. Oh, it smells like a Hefe Fison. Very clovey. Yeah, I definitely. Really... I get like a hint of like a banana peel maybe, mm-hmm. but it, more cloves, more of the sp- like spices than anything. Oh, yeah, for sure. I don't know. Vanilla? You get any vanilla? No, I don't I don't have any the the vanilla aroma that was promised to me. <laughs> maybe you'll taste it. Maybe. We'll see. I can taste the vanilla. Mm-hmm. It's more like a vanilla banana yeah. flavor for me. I don't really yeah. taste clove, but I could, I mean, suppose, taste the clove. Clove and banana make it spicy type thing. It's pretty good. Almost like banana split type deal. Yeah, I know. This is, yeah, wow. <laughs> it really is nice. I mean, if you're a fan of banana, I feel like you'd enjoy this. Right. Because like, that's like the straight up flavor I'm getting. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know. I can't imagine anyone not liking this beer. <laughs> if you like Hefeweizens, and this one's most definitely uh, something good to, to try out. I don't normally drink Hefeweizens. No, they're usually kind of plain, and there's not much to it. But this one actually has really good flavors and a lot going on. Absolutely. Um, I, I think the clove kind of comes through in the aftertaste. Yeah, just like on the on the tongue type mm-hmm. of thing. Like in the back of the tongue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I meant. Uh, looks like the logo has changed. Eh, no, it's about the same. 
But it kind of looks like a, an old um, uh, street sign, like in uh, e- England. If you oh, yeah. Take a look at that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's written on a chalkboard almost. Mm-hmm. Everything has pretty good reviews on it, too. Just looking through some comments. People are like, oh, yeah, pretty good heavy, really smooth, really nice. Works, you know, tastes well. Tastes well. I got Beer Advocate open. And it's a 3.7 out of 5, which is good. There's seven ratings, but I can't scroll down to tell you any more information. So oh. <laughs> This person, uh, Hayden B., uh, she tried it at Fat Dan's in Indianapolis, and she gave it a 2.75. And someone replied to her, stop trying shitty beers to beat me. And she said, tag this person. I was very disappointed with this one. Doug B wanted me to try old styled next dot dot dot. Boo. So apparently she didn't like it. Um apparently that was her husband who was commenting because she was like and he's like, and now I know why you oh married him. <laughs> Doug B. Gotcha. Um that was that that changes everything. <laughs> Jesus. There's five ratings on rate beer. Mm-hmm. Three point three one average. That's not bad. Uh, there is 939 check-ins uh, on Untapped, and we have uh, 3.6. 3.6. Yeah, and I have Matt Muncy. He checked it in. It's um, at the Creative Zombie Studios. I don't know if that's his own place or he's just... That's where they used to do the Indiana Untapped podcast. Oh. Or, yeah, I think that was the one they were doing there. Gotcha. He did not rate it. He checked it in, but he didn't put a rating to it. I think he does that on purpose. Mm-hmm. Blake R. six hours ago said, "Smooth and tasty Hefeweizen, best right from the source." So he's, yep, he's at Grand Junction. Well, he was six hours ago. Gave it a four point two five. That's not bad at all. Had it on draft. Uh, I'm checking it in right now. Should be. Up there in a moment. We do not have it on draft. I had it in a can. Uh, banana, smooth, clove. Creamy, I'll take creamy. Wayne Horn, one of our Instagram followers, gave it a three. Oh, nice. I think I'd go higher than that. Oh, yeah, for sure. I enjoy it. it. I think it's really good. All right, with that being said, I checked it in. You ready for me to check it in? I'm ready. I'm just adding my notes and stuff. All right, sounds good. 3.75 is the the mark I put. It's definitely better than average. I wouldn't quite put it at the four just yet. I have a bad history with bananas, but (laughs) I think this is pretty tasty. Uh, So, I mean, it is as advertised. So, no complaints there. You're not going to believe this. I give it a 3.75. Fantastic. (laughs) So uh, we can just go hold hands somewhere. Oh. Um, As if we're not already. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much repeating what I already said, that like the banana and the vanilla go really well together in this. Mm -hmm. I don't know if the clove is needed or if it's... Because it doesn't really come through except for on the aftertaste, and that's probably the one drawback is the aftertaste. Right. It's kind of just blah in your mouth. But like while you're drinking it, it's really appealing. (laughs) Ha ha, banana. Uh, I didn't even do that on purpose. (laughs) It just kind of (laughs) happened. Yeah. All right. We'll finish that as we go along. 
More music, more music. <laughs> more music. All right, before we do that, we're going to talk about Donkey Kong Country 2. Uh, Donkey Kong Country Diddy's Kong's Quest is a 2D side-scrolling platformer in which the player controls either Diddy Kong or his girlfriend Dixie Kong. So it's whoever the psychic is becomes the, the main, main in the, the next, next one. one. Yeah. Uh, through 52 varying levels over eight different worlds, the main objective of the game is to rescue Donkey Kong from King K oh, rule. That's kind of cool way to do it. Donkey Kong is the damsel in distress. Yes, that damsel <laughs> distress. Uh, this came out November 20th, 1995, so a year after Donkey Kong Country and the same year that Land came out. They probably both came out around the same time. Around the holiday season in November. Yeah, probably. They're like, oh, we need to get this game out. But we have this one, so we'll get this one out too. <laughs> All right, so that's uh, for the Super Nintendo. I'm sure they have many releases now, but uh, yeah. that's you know where it started. Uh, and then we are going to jump into... The ice levels? The ice levels. The snow levels, the ice levels, yeah. Because uh, it just depends on what they call them throughout, so I just call them snow. But put ice on there, basically. Mm -hmm. just The cold ones? The cold ones. <laughs> so the first one is the Donkey Kong Country 1. It's the ice cave. Ooh, it sounds cold in this cave. Yeah, it's very slow, right? Because everything is slow down in ice. Kind of slow things down. I think it picks up in some of the levels because there's like blizzards that come through and like the screen turns white so you, you have trouble seeing where you're jumping and landing. Right. I wonder if it hastens at all, but here's... Yeah. From listening to this, I could see it being like a cold theme. Right, for sure. It doesn't it doesn't change. This is me just jumping forward. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, doesn't hasten, doesn't anything like that at all. All right, this one is my, one of my favorite songs on the, the Donkey Kong Country 2 soundtrack. It's called In a Snowbound Land. Oh, yeah, this is good. It's like uh, playing that slow music for uh, some sex tunes, you know? <laughs> so I was working on a like a winter-themed episode, music episode, and I think I had this song on that list. Welcome to Slow Jams, Donkey Kong Country 2. Got that little smack sound. Yeah. <laughs> Very, uh... Go out and play. He wants to, but he can't. Not allowed to. Alright, this is called Frosty Frolics, Donkey Kong Country <laughs> 3. So it's Dixie frolicking and playing. Some like ice cracking noises. So yeah, so the the past one was not as frightening as the other one. Yeah, and this that's one true. is just kind of like boom, kind of spooky, kind of. So it's still kind of jazzy. Oh yeah, for sure. All right, so this one is just called Snow Donkey Kong Land One. Just called Snow. Oh my goodness, not what I was expecting. No. 
Because the other one wasn't this high paid at all. But you gotta remember, like, Donkey Kong Land wasn't really a country one makeover. That's true. It just kind of did its thing. Uh, here is the same song, the In a Snowbound Land. Which seems more ominous than the other Yeah. One. They couldn't, I couldn't find Bye, yeah. the one for that, but we do have a Donkey Kong 64. Oh, I'm pretty excited about that. Water dripping? Mm -hmm. So when you first walk into the cave, it's probably right when the sun's coming in. Yeah. The icicles are melting. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you're just exploring at this point. Mm -hmm. Tropical Freeze. It's called Frozen Frenzy Fear Factory. No returns? No returns, yeah. Didn't, definitely didn't. Return either. Well, they probably did, but everything was disorganized. <laughs> Some like a factory. Yeah. It's called Frozen Frenzy Fear Factory. Oh, okay. The only thing that was frozen related other than the title, Tropical right. Freeze. Yeah, I'm already over that one. Not I'm, a fan. I get the theme, but it's not appealing. Yeah, definitely not appealing. The the Tropical Freeze game is hardly sounding appealing <laughs> as, as collective right now to me. Alright, so Donkey Kong Land 2 described the game as a conversion uh, as Donkey Kong Country 2. Uh, the game also uses special features uh, when paired with the game Super Game Boy. Oh, cool. that's cool. Yeah. Uh, this came out in 1996. So I was able to get a few themes on that one. We'll probably just go with the water theme. I do like the underwater themes. So we'll go with that one. Uh, and then to get things going, we had the Donkey Kong Country 1. This one's the Aquatic. Aquatic. I remember this song. Yeah. Ambience. Mm-hmm. This is the one where you're riding the... The dolphin. Is it a dolphin or a swordfish? Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I was thinking Echo, the dolphin. Oh, yeah. It has similar music to this, too. This song is always, like, more spooky. Like, the most spooky song in the game is this underwater. Just... Well, that's because, like, you'd, like, float off to the side, and then, like, something would be right there. Yeah. Like, you would... You'd have to zone first before you saw what was there. So it's like... Get to the end, and then it shifts over instead of like yeah, that's true. Same position, side scroll. But I don't like yeah. I don't think it really gets any any better than that one. But also, it doesn't really like yeah. doesn't hype up. 
Uh, Donkey Kong Country 2. This one is Lockjaw's uh, saga. Secure the water. It almost sounds like a thunderstorm. Mm -hmm. It's almost like you're on a boat. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's cool. This music when I'm doing stuff like on a boat. Mm -hmm. On a boat. I'm on a boat. See, I like that part there. But I like Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> right, yeah, very piratey. There's been a lot of pirate themes in these games. Yeah. I saw in a comment on a YouTube video that people were like, yeah, this is uh, Donkey Kong Country was the original pirate movie. <laughs> Yeah, because there are, there are like the alligators with the pirate hats and stuff yeah, in the like, game. Yeah, definitely. Donkey Kong Country 3, The Water World. Yeah, it doesn't sound like a place I want to be. Michael Myers is coming. Yeah. Got some skeletons popping up. <laughs> like the skeletons in Mario. <laughs> Dry bones. Yes. But underwater, so wet bones. <laughs> well, they do have those skeleton fish in the Mario oh, yeah. games. I don't know what they're called, though. I think they might be wet bones. <laughs> <laughs> this is cool. It is. It really is. I mean, definitely not my favorite, but it is not, it's not terrible. All right. Uh, back to Donkey Kong Land one. This one's called Waterworld, so I hope it doesn't sound like Donkey Kong Country 3. It'd be weird. Hopefully it sounds like Kevin Costner. Yeah. Definitely not the ambience. Kind of sounds like the last one. Yeah. Exactly what I was thinking. Like, why would it be like that? But oh, it came out two years before that game. Yeah, it did. Maybe they were like, because I think it's David Wise, who's the direct, uh, composer for both. So he probably had something to do with it. Here's Lockjaw Saga again. Cluster. <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's not that nice. Uh, here's Donkey Kong Three Water World. Sounds like Country Three. Definitely clean. It sounds more cleaned up than the first one. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Underwater world seems a little uh, meh. 
Uh, Beach Overworld. This one is the N64. No, this is Donkey Kong Returns. No, here it is. Here it is. Sorry. The Gloomy Galleon. This is the boat ship one. Boat ship! We like the boat. <laughs> Gotta walk the plank. Piratey too. Mm -hmm. You can hear like the seagulls or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. You're basically on the the boat yourself, I believe. All right, uh, back to this one. This is the beach overworld. It's when you're close to the water, I guess. <laughs> beach guns. And a lot of them sound, have like the same like. Yeah, it's the main theme, but with like beachy sounds, like waves and seagulls. That's all I need. <laughs> I like it. They're all the same. I mean, not mad about it. Uh, here we go with the Tropical Freeze soundtrack, uh, Funky Waters. Funky Waters. They got two tracks from Tropical Freeze that water in their title. Makes sense. Tropics. And then the that one sounds one. probably the most like the original water. Yeah, this one's underwater. Features the Lockjaw Saga. Oh, yeah. That echoey amb ambient sound. Yeah, that's why I grabbed I was like, yep, this one's perfect. With some almost techno, whatever. Yeah, ravey music. For sure. I like that. Oh, yeah. Not a... a nice update to the original. Mm-hmm. So, one, we got Forest, we got Jungle, we have K. Rule. Forest and, and Jungle are different things? Well, yes and no. Mm -hmm. And then we have the staff uh, credits. So, yeah, let's just do this right here. We'll do this one. There's only two here, and then we'll grab another beer. Okay. So, this one is the uh, staff credits. So, basically, what the role at the end, It's they're kind of fun. Is from the Tropic one? Definitely got the bongos again. Yeah, this is what, you know, you're familiar with. I like that. Oh, yeah, for sure. And this one is uh, Returns. Oh. Oh, funny. Yeah, I like it. All right, we're going to take another break there. Uh, we have uh, a few more to go. I'm probably just going to skip the forest one. That really. What? There's only a few. I mean, there's only a few. There's four in there versus the jungle has a. Five and then K rule has uh, all of them. So and we got Smash Bros. And we do have the Smash Bros. One. Then we're just gonna fall, uh, finish that one up. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna jump back into the beer section. Uh, we got Tom P Petty, two Toms Petty, two Toms, the other Tom series Petty, yep, so. hazy IPA. 
We will BRB. Do you like what Drink In Geek Out is providing? Do you want more? Do you like video games, Game of Thrones, comedies like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Parks and Rec, and The Office? Well, so do we. However, sometimes these things just don't fit in with our current show format, but we still want to provide this to you. Just to provide you with an update, we do have five tiers on our Patreon with all nerdy stuff to provide you. You could become a super geek and receive a bonus episode every month. You'd become a mega geek, and we could pick a topic for a future show. You could become an uber geek, and we can do a show tailored around you. The perks go on and on, and will continue to grow. So go on down to patreon.com slash drinkingeekout for more information. And now, back to the show. All right, welcome back. We have the Petty Hazy IPA in front of us from the Two Times Brewing Company in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Uh, this beer, Petty, is a nod to the creativity provided by great music that we love to pump in our brew house. Citra and Galaxy Hops are the rock stars in this beer, bursting with wonderful aromas of grapefruit, bright orange, and pungent citrus. And then he signs it. That's nice. Good for him. Uh, we have 6.8% uh, alcohol by volume. 89 IBU. 89. What do we have an 89? I believe so. Let me. Yeah, we tried to work have my way down the list. <laughs> we we try to have everything. Oh man, it's, it ends literally at 88. Oh right, so <laughs> 89. What's at 89? A year someone was born. <laughs> A famous person was born in A this year. Famous person. Yeah, because they're just getting younger and younger these days. All right, so the can is nice. Uh, it's just to get a sticker and throw it on an aluminum can, right? Mm-hmm. It's like green background mm-hmm. and a an electric guitar, probably Tom's Petty, Tom Pe- Tom's Petty's. Yeah, probably that'd be mm-hmm. my guess. And there's a gar- guitar pick under all of that stuff you read. They kind of change that up every every can. There's something unique there. Yeah, it's uh, whatever they can stick it. their label on, mm-hmm. and then hey, it has something to do with it. Uh, but other than that, it's uh, just your run-of-the-mill basic. Mm-hmm. It kind of looks like it's sketched mm-hmm. on there, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Like um, color pencils or crayon or something. Oh yeah, for sure. Just uh, essentially, uh, when you're when you're drumming, you're scuffing or not drumming. When you're you're strumming, mm-hmm. when you're strumming, you're scuffing uh, the guitar up, and I think that's what that's supposed to oh, okay. represent. You're like scratching the. The uh, not chip the paint, but the the guard that's right there. You're you're scratching up. I think that's what that's supposed to look like. That'd be my guess. I don't know, but I do like the colors. Mm-hmm. Very simple artwork, but it gets the point across. Oh yeah, for sure. All right, we'll take a look at this color. It's very milky. Yeah, it's thick. Yeah, and it's and creamy looking. I'm not even sure. Like it's gonna be a hairy snitch or a scorpion for sure. Just how white it looks yeah. from just the milkiness. It's definitely hazy, for sure. I'll yeah. go with uh, Scorpion stick with the video game theme. Yeah, probably. Get over here! <laughs> <laughs> Kane says it's pungent. What do you think? Um, I think allergies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it is definitely uh, very, very grapefruity. Yeah. Very tropically nice. smell. Quite a lot of an aroma coming out of this. Yeah. I mean, wafting a little bit. You don't really have to. It's very, very dense with the smell. 
if something can smell dense. <laughs> but I'm curious as how it tastes. All right, let's try it. Oh, I'm chewing it, basically. Very smooth. It really is, but it's still pretty thick. Yeah. Yeah, definitely feel like I'm chewing it, which I'm not mad about. I do like it. It's got a heavy mouthfeel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't tell that it's 89. No. Maybe used at all. I would not have guessed that. Maybe yeah. 8 or 9. Right. Can said it's 6, what, 6%? Yeah, 6.8. Or 6.8, yeah. That definitely seems very low for an IPA. Especially a especially double double dry, dry. yeah yeah double dry hop that uh, seems a little I don't want to say absurd but absurd <laughs> <laughs> it could be dangerous like it it goes down very easily mm-hmm. yeah so I've tried this already I'm not sure when or where well I mean there <laughs> uh, September twenty second two thousand eighteen I think it was one this. of his first other toms yeah probably but they just re released it. A month ago or something in cans. Nice, yeah. So that's what we got here. I'm not even going to bother with uh, uh, Beer Advocate. I've already said I was done with them. <laughs> it's not on there. But there's 212 check-ins on Untapped, the site that everyone just needs to go to. 4.11 as, as a check-in. We have two friends. Who's checked in? Patrick Doherty. Uh, he said, not going to rate this one. Something seemed off. Almost watered down. Lacking in flavor that others I see are getting. Uh, when did you check it? May 11th. He checked it in a month ago. Hmm. So it had to be the same batch. Right. Uh, and then Keith checked it in uh, the same day I did. So it was probably when we were together. Yeah, the original time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he gave it a four and a half, and then that's it. I mean, I have another one, but I'm not reading it. <laughs> I've got one, too. There's one rating on Rate Beer. The average is 2.96. This person from St. Mary's gave it a 3.1. Oops. I'm going to tell you they checked it in wrong. That can't be accurate. 3.1 doesn't sound right to me. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Hazy yellow with only the barest of white slick for a head. Light, earthy hop nose. Actually, pretty thin beer. Grainy make, makes and a really dry hop bitterness. Oh, probably grainy malts. And a really dry hop bitterness in the finish. Not very interesting. So, yeah, there, there must have been something wrong with this batch because it was May 19th also. It's like the same day as Patrick. Oh, maybe. The 23rd, that seemed to be good. And I'm enjoying this one. Oh, yeah. It doesn't seem thin or, like, malty to me. Mm-hmm. I think it seems really good. Yeah. I'm almost out of mine. <laughs> Just drinking it straight down the gullet. Maybe it depends on how deep in the keg you are. Like, mm-hmm. the stuff settles. Yeah, maybe. I mean... I'm sure he canned before he put on tap. Mm-hmm. Well, Patrick said he had us on draft according to Untap. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's weird. It is weird. Patrick is pretty spot on. Yeah, all, usually. Lot, I so. mean, he's pretty big beer aficionado. Trust his opinion for sure. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna keep my check in. I mean, there is only I could only go up. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just gonna keep it as it is. 
I'll let you go first because... You went first last time? Yes. <clears throat> well, I'm going to stick with mine too. I could maybe knock it up a point, but the weird, like, people that are having, like, different opinions or tasting a different beer makes me want to keep it at a four and a half and just mm. stick with that because I know it was good that time and it's still good this time. Right. But I don't know if there's, like, a weird version out there that <laughs> is not as good. I don't know. Very orange, juicy, and delicious. It is delicious. I, I'm keeping it at 4.5 as well. Checked it in September 22nd, 2018 at a 4.5. And uh, like I said earlier, there's there's nowhere else to go but up on this one mm-hmm. for sure. And I mean, it's unfortunate that people had bad batches or had a bad batch because mm-hmm. I think that's fantastic. But I mean, if I had a really, if I had this and it was still really good on draft, it'd probably get dra- uh, picked up. But it's a can, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd pick this over anything from four fifty. I'm for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely, and it's leaning that way a lot of the times too. So, Donkey Kong Country three, uh, Dixie Kong's Double Trouble. Uh, is a platform game where players control Dixie Kong and her baby cousin. Kitty Kong through eight worlds, which comprise of 48 levels. Uh, many of the gameplay elements from previous games in this series mark a return in this game, such as the barrels, bonus levels, which reward the player with special bonus coins, DK coins, animal helpers, and a multiplayer mode. Both of the two playable Kongs have unique abilities, such as Dixie's ability to slow her descent by spinning her ponytail. And Kitty's ability to bounce across the open water—that's nice. I don't remember Kitty. I don't. I don't. I don't <laughs> think I ever played this one. The Kongs may also pick each other up and throw them around other levels. The impact of the other player character can reveal cracked floors, hidden switches, or secret areas. At any time, the player can switch Kongs during a level. That's nice. Uh, and that was in 1996 on the Super Nintendo. Uh, and just throwing that out there, the, the Donkey Kong Land 3, same game. So like the other games in the series, Donkey Kong 3 served as a portable counterpart to the uh, SNES game, Donkey Kong Country 3, Dixie Kong's Double Trouble, Game Boy 1997. Uh, so we're going to jump into the jungle theme. Uh, not a whole lot here. Didn't get too much from... I think what happened is I had two different ones. So I'll just do the jungle and the forest one together. I think. Uh, got separated in two different yeah. folders. For sure. So this is called Treetop Rock. It's on Donkey Kong mm-hmm. Country 1. than that lip. yeah those levels sure. uh this one is called the forest interlude i feel like it's between missions just kind of yeah that makes sense loading in very calming right or like a a 
level that doesn't have any mobs. So like mm-hmm. it's like you're it was almost like a frontage road. Like you're trying to get on the highway, but you get on the frontage <laughs> road first. Yeah, it definitely is. It's really it's really nice for sure. Uh, jumping over to the jungle folder for Donkey Kong Country Three. So it basically, sounds like one. This one's called the Jungle Jitter. More monkey noises. Yeah, but it definitely sounds like the first mm-hmm. one. And jazzy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, this game is real jazzy. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Donkey Kong Land 1. Okay. I could be that see that being like the Mario theme where people could hum along to it. Yeah, for sure. It's very simple but fun. Yeah. Did not have a two for Donkey Kong Land, but here's the third one. Essentially the same song as the three. I mean, I usually prefer, yeah, the, I definitely fr- uh, usually prefer the 8-bit songs, yeah, many tunes, but this one, like, everything in this series has been kind of like, I don't know, I don't say rough, but <laughs> uh, kind of, I don't know, Just some scary, hit. spooky, yeah. yeah. Uh, here's one that's very, very, very familiar, one of my favorites. From Donkey Kong 64. Also, the theme song on the Super Smash Bros. Yep. When you go to the Jungle Japes and you're fighting. Also, might be the theme song for the TV show. Yeah, maybe. Also, has the. <laughs> almost like the jitter, but kind of mm-hmm. different. There it is. All right, so then this one is the... Which one is this one? Oh, this is Returns. Same song again. Imagine that. They really didn't innovate too much with that game. No, they didn't. Uh, this one is uh, a little bit different. It's called the Forest Folly in the Tropical Freeze. Definitely going against the grain. With yeah. This one. Sounds like that uh, Matchbox 20. Uh, <laughs> good Santana song. Oh, yeah. Smooth or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's another return song, if it'll load. Yeah, this one's just called Jungle. So it's like the same one. Just in there twice. Forest and Jungle, same song. But it, you know, it had a different background different. tune to it, yeah. Uh, okay, so then the one that was more enjoyable of the games, Donkey Kong 64, because we all like open world, three-dimensional games. Uh, this one, 1999. 
an adventure platform video game for the Nintendo 64 console and the first in the Donkey Kong series to feature three-dimensional mm-hmm. gameplay. As a gorilla Donkey Kong, the player explores the themed levels of an island to collect items and rescue his kidnapped friend from King K. Rule. The player completes mini games and puzzles as five playable Kong characters, each with their own special abilities, to receive bananas and other collectibles. In a separate multiplayer mode, up to four players can compete in deathmatch in Last Man Standing games. So it was like your first uh, glimpse at your Mario Party yes. and all that stuff. Uh, they came out in 99. Uh, we have just basics uh, music from then, uh, so it's fine. Remember that game being a collect-a-thon? You just had to go and collect bananas or mm-hmm. gems or whatever. It was There wasn't a lot of enemies or anything. It was just going here and collecting more stuff every every level. It's almost like the Mario games where, hey, get this star. Hey, yeah. Get that star. Get this coin. Get that coin. <laughs> All right. And then we have... It uh, looks like one more folder to do. And it's the K, K. Rule Boss things. folder. Yeah, this one is interesting. So this one is called Gang Gangplank Galleon. Can pirate parody. Yeah. Definitely Blackbeard over here. Stunk on Country 1. It just loops forever on this one. I mean, a musket is one of his weapon like, yeah. <laughs> things. Um, here is uh, Country 2, the crocodile... Uh, cacophony? Sussophony? I don't know. <laughs> I can't pronounce words. This one sounds more like a boss battle. Yeah. Most hands. So definitely, you're in the game mode at this point. I like it. Uh, and this one is called Big Boss Blues. Oh, it's on Donkey Kong Country Three. Wow. So there's cows. <laughs> I thought it was Owen Wilson. <laughs> wow. You're right. It is Owen Wilson. <laughs> he didn't get credit. I thought a cow got credit. That's obnoxious. <clears throat> Not a whole lot going on no. in this one. Okay, there's something. I feel like that's like the interlude waiting for you to change a, a phase of a mm-hmm. boss. And then you get to the next part and like s- scene changes. Alright, uh, boss fight in DKL1. This is called Boss. <laughs> definitely not the same as that piratey one. No. Sounds more like Country 2. We'll find out here in a second about the play Country 2. And Crocodile. But this definitely sounds a lot like it. Like this part, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, that was in one of our spooky music episodes. (laughs) Like that same song. Yeah, vampires everywhere. Here's Big Boss Blues by DKL3. 
I like this. There's a lot more going on than the other one for sure. <laughs> I'd use this as an intro to a podcast. Oh yeah, for sure. That is a most definite. And then we have one more. This is the Donkey Kong 64. Apparently K. Rule wasn't in the other ones. I didn't I never got that far. Even though it says right here he rescues his friend. It's very ominous mm-hmm. battle Thanks, Donkey Kong 64. <laughs> I wouldn't want to fight this dude. Like, oh shit. It's coming. Into the brown note. another minute um all right so then the two other games are kind of lame uh they're for the wii and the wii u they also have it re-released on the switch the tropical freeze mm-hmm. uh the donkey kong country returns players take control of a series protagonist donkey kong as well as his friend diddy kong i thought it was relative but they say friend and in certain situations with many traditional elements of the donkey kong country series returning including the minecart level uh, awesome. Mm-hmm. The ability to swing over vines and collect bananas and the Golden Kong puzzle pieces. Gotta remember that from KONGs. Yeah. Uh, Tropical Freeze. The game continues on from the side scrolling platform gameplay of the Donkey Kong Country series and sees Donkey Kong and his friends traveling through six different islands in order to defeat the Snowmads. <laughs> Controls are similar to the previous game with the addition. Of being able to pluck items from the ground and pick up and throw stunned enemies. That's nice. Mm-hmm. And various controllers can be used to customize their own controls on the Wii U. Uh, and it's also being released for the Switch, or it had been released for the yes, Switch. Yes, it has. Yeah. Sounds very, very, very familiar. Uh, this is the part where I play you the Super Smash Brothers theme, but I have to go find it mm-hmm. first because I suck. So we're probably going to get ads. I'll have to cut that out. Oh, no. I know. How about this? Donkey Kong Super Smash Bros. theme. There's probably two or three versions of that. Yeah, so we're going to play this one. This is uh, Super Smash Bros. Brawl. This is the jungle level. So what you hear when you go to mm-hmm. the jungle japes. Nothing new. Nope. Just updated version. More. More of the same. More drums and stuff. Just waiting for it eventually to we get to it. Yeah. like a combination of all of them yeah in a way for sure uh here's the 64 the congo jungle theme well after this one finally picked up now the song starts yeah it took a while uh, but i did find the n64 version of the smash brothers where we originally came up with this list here we go. 
fast forward 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. sure now there's also a k rule version of this as well uh, here's the opening for donkey kong in the ultimate That was the Donkey Kong, like, the arcade. That's cool. Yeah. I don't want Ultimate now. It's a good game. But that means I gotta get myself a Switch. <laughs> Sounds like this actual band playing the music. Well, that's what the Smash Brothers games do. They use, like, orchestras to recreate all of these classic themes. Yeah, that's awesome. Man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Uh, the Gangplank Galleon Big Band. I'm interested now. <laughs> just random video. Oh, it's the same, uh, same tune. Just, uh... <laughs> Is a DK rap on there? I don't know. I don't really want to look. I'll find something that I don't want to find. I'm on the open internet right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pass. <laughs> All right. So that's Donkey Kong. Uh, definitely some of the songs are memorable from when yeah. we played country, but the other ones were just just kind of there. Yeah. And some of those games we haven't played, their songs are hit and miss yeah. There's a lot of good songs, especially from the original country. Yeah. There's a lot of good songs on uh, uh, Country 2, the mm-hmm. Diddy's Quest. If you just pull out the, there's like, a, at least you can find like top 10, top 15, like Donkey Kong Country songs. And there's a lot from that game. Yeah. But from just the, the samples that we had, I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to play this game. Like, I don't, <laughs> it's not something that pulls me into wanting to play it. And the 8-bit recreations are interesting. Oh, yeah. I definitely do enjoy 8-bit music more. But I don't know. Like, I don't know. <laughs> definitely makes me want to go back and play the original country or two. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think, I, I think I'm going to get myself uh, the ROM for my emulator and just uh, kind of sit back and play it a little bit. Just got to pull my Super Nintendo out of the box. Ha, ha, ha. I don't know where mine went honestly so alrighty well that should be that's I mean that's all the music I have so that should be enough for me uh, we do have some friends with us over here we have what are the Amiibo dolls Amiibos yeah yeah. they'll so be we, in our pictures 
Uh, we didn't talk a whole lot about Diddy. I feel like we, we're going to have our own little Diddy episode because uh, he's got Diddy racing and, you know, his own themes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it would be nice to uh, get him in there. But he's definitely there and it's nice. Uh, Donkey Kong representing the gorilla race <laughs> up in here. I guess it makes sense that they're not related because Diddy is a chimpanzee and Donkey is not a donkey but a gorilla. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're just, they're just pals. They're palling around. They share a same environment. Right. Live near each other, I guess. Right. So, you know, there's there's a skin that I would hope comes into like a custom made one of these games where he's in an, he's got a briefcase because he's already business casual right now. <laughs> tie and no his, pants. His tie on for sure. Uh, but yeah, I think that's it for us here. Uh, it was fun. I, I love music episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one, I didn't want to make it sound like it was a little rushed, but we're just kind of being super casual about it, I think. You hit the most important tracks, I think. Yeah, I, f- I feel so, too. Uh, tweet at us and let us know if we miss something. Uh, one of your favorite tracks, if you have one. I know there was uh, the Magma level, but it was only it was like Hothead or something. Yeah. But that's only on Diddy. It's <laughs> like the only one. And the original game has like the ruins, mm-hmm. like the ancient ruins levels or whatever those levels are. Yeah, they also have that in the. I listened to some of those tracks on the, the returns, mm-hmm. but none of them, they didn't have anything else. So I was, yeah. I was only looking for tracks that you can encompass all of them, really. Because uh, if we were just going to listen to tracks, I would throw like a top 10 track list together and be like, this is what we need to listen to. And then some games wouldn't get any representation. Right. We could do a follow-up just of our favorite tracks or something like that. Yeah, we should just do that for all of the Super Smash Brother heroes, just sure. our favorite tracks from them. So, Alrighty, well, this is it for us, uh, week two. Uh, last week was Kirby, if you haven't checked it out. This week is Donkey Kong, obviously. You're listening. <laughs> uh, next week we have... Maybe E3? Is E3 next week? Yes, E3. We do have the E3 episode. And then after that we have Futurama discussion. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, I tasked my wife with uh, coming up with that one because she is <laughs> she's seen every single one like three hundred times. I love that show. She I don't know if I've seen every episode, but I love it. Yeah, she falls asleep to it. She just absolutely watches it over and over and over and over and over and over again. So for everyone at the Southern Studios, because Indianapolis is so south, <laughs> drink up and geek out. Hey, that was a unique way of doing it. Proud member of the Hopped Up Network.